welcome to Cassandra Explains It All, a podcast where we take a magnifying glass to all of our treasures from the past. Thank you so much for agreeing to do this, Dimitri. No problem. Did you remember ever seeing this movie when you were younger or no? Yeah, actually a lot. Um, what? When I was younger, this yeah, it would come on TV. I would watch it like whenever it was on. I didn't own it. Like it wasn't like a film that I had on like VHS or anything. But whenever it was on, I'd be like into it because of Christina Ricci. Like, oh, big fan. Yeah. okay. Yeah. Yep, okay. Yep. Cool. Yeah. yeah, I was surprised when I we were like going back and forth for shows or movies and yeah, you agreed to this one. I was like, really? <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah, I, I mean, I okay. wanted to tell you, I, I was going to say we can literally do any any like show from that time or whatever. But this one like did strike my interest. But like, yeah, I was going to ask you about Salute Your Shorts. I was going to ask you about Clarissa, all those yeah, yeah definitely i want to do more clarissa episodes salute your shorts everything you do just... any salute your shorts i do own um the like the first two seasons so oh perfect yeah yeah, yeah. Man, you should rip them for me actually and i think brett okay. i think my friend brett might have them and he, he would definitely send me the files so we could do an episode just let me know what episode you want to do like whatever for you think sure. is really funny yeah we'll do it because i don't yeah. remember them that well yeah, it's almost like a fever dream. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, sure. But yeah, now and then, now and then, I have such a a deep relationship with this movie like you do. So I'm excited. Nice. And yeah, Demi Moore produced this movie, which is weird, right? Well, she was a producer on the movie. Yeah, I noticed that on the credits. I was shocked. Right? Yeah. And it premiered in October of October 20th, sorry, 1995. And it was directed by Leslie Linka Ladder. And he also did The West Wing, Freaks and Geeks, and also an episode of True Blood. And it was written by Marlene King. I'm Marlene King. So do you know her like outside of this movie? Not really. Is she a book writer, author? She did Pretty Little Liars. Um, and so I think that was like her biggest credit, really. She did a Lindsay Lohan flick. Um, I can't even remember what it was called, but yeah, she was the showrunner and writer for Pretty Little Liars for seven, eight years, I think. And, um, also a couple of spinoff series like Rosewood and, um, Pretty Little Liars, The Perfectionist, really just a huge waste of my life and everybody <laughs> else's life. And anybody who was on the subreddit that night of PLL the night of the series finale like shout out to you that's my fam (laughs) (laughs) so this woman who wrote Pretty Little Liars wrote this movie so if you liked Pretty Little Liars you might like this movie and it's also kind of as my friend Allie joked one time like the best episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark ever Mm -hmm. (laughs) i thought that was hilarious i'm like yeah it is kind of like a really good are you afraid of the dark episode yeah yeah we got some notable work here who else oh the music is done by cliff elderman and this is a great soundtrack right 100 percent. every song like all the top like top 40 during that time i believe he did also some work on lizzie mcguire which is amazing this movie had a $12 million budget, a box office, $37 million. I'm betting it made a lot more like on VHS rentals and DVD Definitely. sales, right? Yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. And then in 2012, they approached Marlene, ABC Family, Freeform, 
approached her about doing like a spinoff series based on this movie. On who, which two characters or which characters would they be? It didn't say specifically. I don't know. So yeah, but that's interesting, right? Wouldn't that be interesting? That would have been good. Right? Yeah, I would have loved to seen that. Okay, the movie starts. (laughs) Well, do we want to talk about like any other movies that came out that year? Holy shit. Clueless came out this year. June, uh, Jumanji, Friday. Damn. A lot of classics here. Kids, Kids was a good one. Outbreak. The Goofy movie also came out this year. This puts a lot of things into perspective. <laughs> That's crazy. I thought I thought Clueless came out a bit later, but I guess not. I know, right? So yeah, this was up against a lot of good movies. I mean, so it starts out with the girls playing Red Rover and Idyllic Town. It cuts to them being adults. Like, I want to play a clip, but I don't want to play too many clips. I'm just going to play it because I think the beginning is cute. But the whole movie is really cute. That's the problem. This song is like a good way to start off the movie. <laughs> okay, Bobby first. Rose, he's always picking his nose and eating his bones. <laughs> so what? He's a wimp. Okay, okay, come on. Come on, you guys, we can do it. Come on, Chrissy. Just hold on. on. Red Rover, Red Rovers, and Bobby Richard Red Rover. Right away, like we're establishing that it's them against everybody else in the world. Like every other kid <laughs> in the neighborhood is playing just them and Red Rover. It's so weird. I did notice that. It's just the four of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did you but see when they knocked down the Bobby nose picking kid? Or like he he like just lays there. Yeah. It's so funny. He he lays there and he actually looks at the camera if you look closely. <laughs> It's kind of interesting. <laughs> well, I've bought this movie now, so I'm I'm gonna watch for that when I rewatch it. <laughs> That's Definitely <awesome. laughs> check for that. Oh, and also there's another scene where you can see where uh, they're told to stand. Like you can see their tape markers, the four main cast. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. It's like a quick little oh, snippet. Do you remember that website, um, moviemistakes.com? Mm-mm. Yeah, it was old. Like it was, was when it? it was back in the day. <laughs> like and yeah. I remember looking at it with like AOL minutes, but yeah, there <laughs> you could like look up all the mistakes in a movie. Yeah, I still do that to this day. It was like the most archaic <laughs> form of Easter egg hunting. Okay, and then we cut to their current accomplishments. Roberta, she's played by Rosie O'Donnell, the great Rosie O'Donnell. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. I wish she was the star of this movie. And she's a surgeon and she's a lesbian, maybe, but she has a boyfriend. But that seems weird. So it doesn't fit the story at all. And then Teeny, 
she's young Thora Birch and adult Melanie Griffith. And she's like an award-winning actress and in Hollywood. And then we've got Gabby Hoffman, who has played, uh, or sorry, Sam, who's Gabby Hoffman as a child. And then Demi Moore as an adult. And Gabby Hoffman's so good in this movie. And she goes on to be in like Crystal Fairy and the Magical Cactus and a whole bunch of other really good stuff. She's always been good in film. Like she just has it. Yeah. Um, and I don't love Demi Moore, honestly, but I really like her in this movie. In this one, yeah. Yeah. Even though her character is like super cheesy, I still like it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. And oh, Demi Moore, like or sorry, Sam, her character is now an accomplished writer. And then we have Chrissy, who is at, played by Ashley Aston Moore. You know, when she grows up, she's played by Rita Wilson. Um, and her biggest accomplishment, you know, is that she's pregnant. So, oh, yeah. well, I mean, she seems happy, though. No, 100%. She seems super content. Like, yeah, like, I don't feel bad for her character, right? No, not at all. She okay. seems like she's, like, level-headed and the, she looks at the rest of them like dreamers, if that is anything. Yeah, and, like, she doesn't seem, like, discontent with her suburban life. Not at all. Yeah. But did you see the husband? How they kind of just shoot all the men off in this movie? <laughs> it's kind of funny. Yeah, I like it. I, I, I dig it. Like, he's like cooking barbecue and she's like, go away now. And he does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they all made a promise um, to reunite when Chrissy is pregnant or something. And <laughs> they like, it's so funny, the exposition. It's just like leftover and answering machine. I have to play it. It's so funny. <laughs> I'm out. Deliberately avoiding your call. Leave it at the beep. Hello? I wasn't sure if that was your number until I heard that message. Now I know it must be you. It's me, Chrissy. Mm -hmm. I was expecting, that is, uh, expecting a child and expecting you to show up like you promised with the whole old gang. Oh, oh no, maybe not old, but at least, uh, older. So let us know if, uh, well, I hope when you're coming in. After all, a promise is a promise. That is just so ridiculous. Like, <laughs> what? <The pact. laughs> if, I, if I was an adult, okay, like modern day, going to see this movie, and like then, by the way, it literally just fades to now and then. So it's like, yeah. like you come into this movie, you're like, are you fucking kidding me right now? <laughs> but then it gets better. So we get to me more. She's making her journey across country to the deep south to visit her friend who's going to have a baby. And she gives us some Thomas Wolfe nonsense. Thomas Wolfe once said, you can't go home again. Well, that's great for old Tom. But he wasn't a chick who made a pact with her friends when she was 12 to get together whenever any one of them needed each other. <laughs> <laughs> that's the best part. <laughs> <laughs> i just know like i'm laughing at myself like every time i was 12 watching this movie like yeah exactly <laughs> he doesn't know what it's like <laughs> that's right like fuck thomas <laughs> fuck thomas wolf the interesting thing about thomas wolf is that <laughs> one of the interesting things 
he wrote a book called you can't go home again where the guy and the protagonist in the book goes off and gets famous and writes about the town he's from it's very meta and right. <laughs> he gets famous and then the people in the town hate him for it and it causes all these problems then marlene writes wrote this movie like I that just is think interesting right i don't know and yeah she always has like, some like these weird like little oh and it happened to her my point is anyway that happened to her but the interesting thing is that marlene king who wrote i marlene king sorry who wrote this movie she's from shelby indiana or uh, actually it's called a different name because the town didn't want her to identify them and she wrote this like beautiful movie about growing up there you know yeah. they were like no but isn't that weird that like she name drops a book in the first fucking 100%. scene of her movie that like a self-referential like in that fucking meta that's where like she's kind of a cool director and writer it sounds as if she's throwing shade to tom almost like in a way <laughs> right <laughs> yeah i just find that really fucking weird and interesting yeah but sam she's our main character which is weird it should be roberta after sam is done narrating so now we're gonna get introduced to all the girls like as their younger selves she's remembering their childhood right so like sam is hearing her parents fight and she says that like she doesn't mind because it's comfortable she's used to it and she just falls asleep in her really cool 70s bedroom and then teeny is like practicing accepting her emmy nominations and golden globes and what was roberta doing roberta was like taping down her bra yeah and, like getting ready to go outside uh Yes, yes. Oh, yeah. she's looking at the picture of her mom, I think. Yeah. And like puts it in her pocket. That's right. Yep. Yep. No, yep. Like, Taping on her breast. Anywhere without her, her her photo of her mom. Yeah, exactly. Oh, so sad. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Then we get introduced to the Wormers. Cause like now we're totally in the girls' world. Chrissy's mom is giving her like a creepy sex talk about gardening and the sets. Oh god. They're all of their rooms, their bedrooms. <gasps> amazing i don't know who did like set design or anything but like chrissy's room from like uh, i don't know like the 70s decor or whatever and like i don't know all their rooms just look really cool except for roberta's <laughs> roberta's room or just kind of basic <laughs> they all yeah they all like definitely have a distinct look to them and the chrissy's yeah chrissy's is delicious oh my yeah. god teeny's think... room looks like the most adult like like a 70s lounge or something i think she has like a bar cart in there <laughs> yeah i knew it. something about it struck me as like this is a little bit old but like old for her age yeah she's very mature for her age those are the wormers everyone in the neighborhood felt sorry for their mother like us the wormers also had a summer goal it was to make our lives miserable they were the enemy Hey, wormy wormers. No! Were you getting some bike action in when you were a kid like that? All the time. Yeah. Like that's all we did was ride bikes and but yeah, like those were <laughs> our cars. I don't know what when I watch this as an adult now, I'm just like, oh man, this really makes me miss childhood. Yeah. And, no, like and... you could just hop on a bike now with your friends. It won't be the same. 
<laughs> yeah and i know it's supposed to be like it's like a worse version of stand by me like it's not as good and like siskel never hated it but i it really does give me that nostalgia like for that time like not the 70s obviously but like being old enough to be like riding your bike around and saying things like you owe us wormers or like we owe you and we always pay our debts you know <laughs> <laughs> like when she chases him oh my god or chases one of the wormers and falls on her face that was dude i like jump every time that fall is so visceral yeah it's i swear it's real it's terrible. I would yeah. love to know. Okay, if I ever met Christina Rishi, that's what I would ask her. I'd be like, How oh, did you? Did you? You really fell, didn't you? Like, you are a method yeah. actress. That's <laughs> obvious. <laughs> now the girls are at the diner and they're doing a cosmopolitan, like Cosmo survey in a magazine. And yeah. <laughs> I like barely remember these going out of style when I was a kid. And then like they see Sam's mom walking around town dressed like, I don't even know, like, like she's going to like, just like nobody's business, a disco club <laughs> with her Nancy Spumoni boots she borrowed from Helga. I don't know. So we get, <laughs> we get our introduction to Willa Dean, who is played by Janine Garofalo. And she's amazing in this movie. I wish we had more screen time with her. Oh, and they're saving money for a treehouse, which is amazing. And the bills are marked, uh, you know, from the 90s. They didn't go back far enough. Oh, shit. Oh, <laughs> my God. But, I did not notice that. This was like the dream, though, right? Like to have a, a, yeah. a treehouse. I mean, it's still the dream, right? And if you get still. a treehouse, I can come to it, right? <laughs> Dude, I'm still doing that. I'm not holding back. Yeah. <laughs> I remember making one when we were not too little, probably like 11 years old. And, oh. you know, it was, it was rickety, not even up in a tree, just next to one. <laughs> but, like, we did what we could with it. And my yeah. auntie comes by. Yeah. My auntie comes by. She's like, is our girls allowed? And then my friend says, yeah, that's why we made it. Hmm. I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> like, it was like four, like, ply, plywood, wood walls. It was weird. That's hilarious. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. That's awesome. So how much more do we need? 23 more dollars and the tree house is ours. Hey, I say the first night we get it, we have a slumber party. Oh, Sam, get a load of your mom. How short are those shorts? How tall are those boots? You keep saying you've got something for me. I had no idea why. Something but earlier that summer, my mom began to dress like Nancy Sinatra. Hey, you've been a mess of wow. Your mom is so cool. Hey, you guys, there's a full moon tonight. A festival of the spirits who come back to Earth and walk among the living. Four black cows. It'll be $1.60, boys. Or girls. I know. is so odd. What do you expect? She is a witch. I swear. <laughs> she got voodoo dolls and everything. I saw them. And hear this. One of the dolls looked exactly like Principal Winters. You know what? There was a needle sticking right in the middle of his heart. 
I saw it the morning before he had his heart attack. I <laughs> love Teeny. Oh my god. Janine kept calling them kept calling them boys, like yeah. just trolling them. Right. So the black cow, have you ever had a black cow? Um, no, not at all. What is that like is that chocolate milk? I what what would that be? I'm dumb. It's a root beer float. <laughs> yeah so it is it is yeah it's a root beer float and like it is a regional thing so depending on where you are it can mean a different thing but this once in a lifetime idea like (sighs) i'm i'm a black cow expert i'm actually drinking one right now um yeah (laughs) it happened when a guy named Windsor he noticed that the snowy peak on the colorado cow mountain looked like ice cream floating in soda and the very <laughs> next day on august 19th 1893 which is my birthday august 19th so it's meant to be he combined root beer and vanilla ice cream creating what he called a black cow but they call that a root beer float but then like the definition of a black cow varies by region in the south a black cow is a coke with ice yes. cream that's what i'm drinking totally. right now yeah that is so cool. I never knew that. I had to know after seeing this movie so many times. Like, yeah, how like, did they get that name? Yeah, when I was little, I would just be like, that looks so good. <laughs> and I never really had root beer floats ever. I know you, I didn't get any until like, like what, teenagers? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't, remember I don't know. It's just not something you go for. Like, we were the slurpy generation, okay? Yeah. <laughs> we were not out here drinking milkshakes like at the hop sock, okay? <laughs> <laughs> we Did you get... notice that? Oh, go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, that they were playing Nancy Sinatra and also mentioning her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of like spot on at all. <laughs> right. I like that. <laughs> yeah, and then they like say each other's results from their quiz. That's pretty funny. I can play that. Yeah. Here are the scores. Roberta, you're a woman on the verge. Although your sensuality is yet to be tapped, it is like a volcano ready to erupt. Whoa. Everybody look out for Roberta. That's crap. Samantha, you walk the fine line between romanticism and sex appeal. Don't be afraid to take the plunge. You might surprise yourself. I'll keep that in mind. Chrissy, let go of your inhibitions before you dry up like a prune. (laughs) What's that supposed to mean? (laughs) (laughs) Now me. Teeny, you are a sexual magnet attracting men from the four corners of the world. Pace yourself. Yeah, and then we get this, like, beautiful shot of the Gaslight District that they live in. Really, really nice. Um, It's, like, one of the first planned developments in Indiana, I guess. And it's all Gaslight still. And But we're going to cut to Sam's bedroom and her, like, parents are fighting and her dad ends up leaving for good. She's obviously, like, really upset. And she, like, calls a meeting, you know. She wants to meet her friends. Or no, no, no. Sorry. They plan to meet. So she runs away and she meets her friends at the graveyard, but she's upset, but like, she's not going to tell anybody they're, (laughs) they're going to resurrect the spirit of dear Johnny, because that's the grave they're sitting next to. So Chrissy like pretends to be possessed by him and like scares the crap out of them for a minute. And then like an old man on a bicycle rides past them. He's almost ghost like, so you're not I don't know, totally sure if he's real. Did you think he was real or no? 
Um, at first, I thought it was like something they were just seeing, like just being scared, little kids. But yeah, like I don't, I didn't take it as like, oh, this is a scary person. But like, if I were from their perspective, then yeah, it's sad later. It's it's definitely in our you af- afraid of the dark gotcha moment because you're like. Totally. Oh, I'm so scared of this ghost, but later you're going to feel really bad for him and he's not a ghost. Be cold, but maybe you'll shut up. <laughs> My favorite line in the entire movie. Now hold hands with the person sitting next to you, palm to palm. Dear Johnny, can you hear me? If you can hear me, give us a sign. Let us know. It's okay. We just want to talk to you. This is kind of dark because this actress is going to go on to die of a heroin overdose in a couple years after this. That's a scary foreshadowing. I did not know that. Yeah, it's sad, right? She's a really great actress. She's super cute in this movie. She's super funny. She's an actually really good actress. I feel like all of these young all ladies of them, yeah. Yeah, are so strong of actors. Something scares them. Let's see. What was her name again? Oh, Chrissy. Chrissy. Ashley okay. Aston. Yeah, Ashley Aston Moore. Dang, that's great. I really liked her too. Like, that's sad. That's super sad. Yeah, it fucking sucks. So the girls are back in bed and sam experiences a paranormal activity in her room and so she goes to get her walkie-talkie and she signals like through these strings and bells and everything Can i just say <laughs> it is so cool how they call their meeting like i was jealous of that as a kid like just having like a string to be able to communicate with your friend across the way and walkie-talkies we would try all those things. <laughs> that's a thing, right? Like, if you have friends that live close enough to do that, that's mm-hmm. that would be so much fun. So much fun. Yeah, I always thought that was really cool when I was a kid, too. <laughs> like, this yeah, is awesome. Was- <laughs> As an adult, I'm just like, oh, my God, these kids are, what are they doing? <laughs> they're, like, sneaking out at all hours. And they're, like, nine. Yeah, was- <laughs> like, what? <laughs> that's so crazy. Yeah, so she tells them that Johnny was in her bedroom and... And they find dear Johnny's grave, like knocked over and cracked. And they decide that they need to try to go to the library to find info on dear Johnny. So they're going to have to go to Greenfield um, to get the right information. They stop for lunch along the way, play truth or dare a little bit. Teeny asks Roberta about her boobs. (laughs) This is a cute scene whenever they go to Greenfield. I love this part of the movie. Plus more Coke advertisement here. (laughs) so much product placement yeah if you guys hear a bunch of background noise it's because my kids are watching ghostbusters for the first time in the other room they're what they watch the new one first and now they're watching the old one say if she say if she doesn't want to then can we see him no you can't see them weirdo <laughs> ruins yeah you'll get them and you'll hate them no you're lucky roberta men love them when they're big look at how big mine are today they almost look real. It's filled with pudding. Pudding? The wormers actually gave me the idea. Jello was too jiggly. Pudding. 
has a heavier, more realistic texture. What flavor is it? <laughs> it's vanilla. <laughs> <laughs> what did oh you think God. about her saying her saying it's vanilla, of course? What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I always was confused by Roberta saying that she's like, oh, you'll get them and you'll hate them. And I remember mm. thinking when I was a kid, like, is that true? Like, <laughs> Roberta was so confusing to me. I never understood. Like, she was obviously supposed to be a trans character, but somehow they were just able to, like, be like, mm, no, we're going to add on a boyfriend at the end. But, like, yeah. she clearly, like, is having, like, gender issues. Like, she's not. I feel as though during this time with, like, celebrities who were, like, part of the LGBT, like, they weren't really letting them play roles you know that they felt that felt true to their real lives like i don't know if that makes any sense but yeah no yeah it's just weird like why it, it's interesting to include it um yeah. for no reason like that she's taping down her boobs and that she doesn't want to kiss devon sawa and she doesn't she says you'll get your boobs and you won't like it those are not like the typical beats of a teen like um nostalgia flick so it's just and it's just weird it has serves nothing to the purpose of the character or the movie so it's really weird um and they tack on a boyfriend at the end i think it just speaks to marlene's writing and how kind of like ahead of her time she was because um in her show pretty little liars i mean she got a lot of shit for what she did to a transgender character but she did have like a full transgender character for like arc you know um which was crazy at the time she did it and on freeform and like millions of teenage children were watching and it was fucking amazing um and there was a whole bunch of backlash and it was all problematic and everything but it it was still happened and it made conversation um and so that's just something i think about now after going through all that in the subreddit forever and watching this again i'm like oh mm. that's interesting <laughs> like what she's always been kind like i don't kind know of like an advocate for she's an advocate for the people who can't really speak up so i think i don't know i think yeah she has a yeah. good way like it's, telling a story i know it's not like full representation but i definitely think it's interesting you know I'm a, I'm a hundred percent sure that she was fighting to like speak the truth. That's what it seems like. And you know, you have execs trying to hold that back. Cause it just takes a weird turn at the end for Roberta's character that doesn't fit at all. It's like, what? Okay. <laughs> it's interesting you say that. Cause I took her doing like the taping down of her bra or whatever as more of like, she just is like a tomboy, but like now I kind of see it more so as like, she's growing. Like she's like really going through the changes. And she's learning who she's becoming as like a teenager. Yeah. And just like the thing with Devin Sawa, when I was a kid, I guess I read it as like she was nervous because she liked him. But when I rewatched it now as an adult, I realized like she's not interested in, in yeah. him at all. Um, makes so much more sense. And it's such a choice because <laughs> it's not like that in Casper. She's in love with him. Yeah. All of that, like, would have, it just, flown over our heads as, as kids i guess definitely <laughs> yeah definitely so there yeah they continue to greenfield and they stop at a swimming hole where roberta fakes an injury from jumping off of a cliff 
and the girls all freak out. And we learn that this is like not the first time that she's tried something like this. You know, her mom had died in that car accident. I don't know if I mentioned that. And <laughs> it was especially hard on her, as I'm, I'm sure it would be on anybody. But so basically, she tries to make a joke out of death. And they show us that like her and Chrissy are the closest. And then Sam and um, what's the other one? Yeah. Sam and Teeny. Yeah, Sam and Teeny are like best besties. So they have their like two little groups inside their their group there. Then they steal the warmer's underwear because they see them like swimming at a nearby swimming hole. Down. Another lake. Oh shit, Christy gets shit on by a bird. They dump on her character a lot in this movie. Yeah. She takes some undeserving punishment. I don't like how they call her fat, even though she's literally like four pounds heavier than the other girl. They do that in a, um, have you ever seen the movie Camp Nowhere? Yes. Um, yeah, they do that with one of the girls in there. She's like super small. They just like layer her with, the, I don't, I didn't, I don't understand the nineties with um, that, Jamie. <laughs> growing growing pains too so like um all the early seasons they're just like dogging on tracy gold for how tiny she is or how fat she is but she's like super tiny and she was anorexic so crazy. yeah it was really weird it's hard to watch those uh early seasons once you see like her in the last episode she's like close to death scary yeah you better start now buzz off hoghead no i'm serious get going yeah, you you are four pounds heavier than us. You better get a head start. Like, fuck off. Yeah. She could be way faster than you. You better give those back. Yeah, and then they show us like a bunch of literal child porn. Like, why are they showing us children's asses right now? Like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> am, am i am i crazy am i over dramatic no, or as crazy? a kid it was a lot easier to digest that and just took it at you know yes. as what it is you know but like as an adult it's like you know there are adults filming this so it's weird yes it, yeah i i wonder if because we probably watched this on tv a lot and mm -hmm. i bet that that wasn't on our ver the version was, we saw i don't remember any censoring to be honest okay but i don't know <laughs> I don't know, man. They get to the library where they're going to try to get some records and they're not really finding anything, but Roberta does find an article about her mom and we get some like peak Christina Ricci acting here. She died during the night at Green County Hospital of massive head injuries and severe internal bleeding. I don't understand this. This isn't right. What do you mean? It must have been awful a lot of pain she was really beautiful wasn't she? she has that like freak out scene oh that's in the attic later but okay whatever we have that for context then they find a little <laughs> bit of information about dear johnny the old ghost of dear johnny oh sorry to go back to the one scene uh, yeah where they're in the nice. in the lake uh I believe that uh, when she gets punched by Chrissy, I think that's a real hit. Like, did you see that? Did you notice that? Um, I'm pretty sure that it says on IMDb that it is. Yeah, Not 100%. that that means, like, 
I don't think that makes it true, but I think you're yeah, absolutely no, it just, right. It just says that. That's what I heard. Yeah. Then, okay, we'll get a little bit of information about Dear Johnny. I think I found something. Rip. Funeral services will be held on Saturday for 12-year-old Jonathan Sims and his mother, 36-year-old Beverly Ann Sims. Due to the unexpected and tragic circumstances involving the deaths, the family has asked that the services remain private. That's it. There's nothing else. What do you mean that's it? How did they die? The pages have been torn out. Damn. It's a mystery. So they, they're they at a dead end. You know, well, they kind of know what happened, but, like, they don't know. They know that there was a crime, but they don't know what happened. So they head home, back to Shelby, and we get the great, the great Brendan Fraser. Yes. <laughs> who must have wronged somebody in Hollywood somewhere along the way, is my theory. Because why is saying? he, like, why is he not in everything? Yeah, he was a really good actor at that time. I feel like he did a lot, but he could have definitely done more. Hey. Hey. Are you in the army? Was. Vietnam? Was. Did you kill anyone over there? Not because I wanted to. Did you get shot? That's a great song. Your legs still hurt? <laughs> yeah, hurts like hell. And now taking that hit was the best thing that ever happened to me. What do you mean? Got me a seat on the next plane home. But we're winning, right? Nobody's winning. I mean, basically tells them, you know, not to believe what their parents say. <laughs> but yeah, like 58,148 people were killed in Vietnam. 75,000 people were severely disabled. 23,000 were completely disabled. So... And then this whole movie is set in the summer of 1970. So I think we can talk about like what's going on in 1970s America, right? Because there's protests across the nation and the Vietnam War lasts several more years. It doesn't stop, but collectively these protests do end up having some effect in like ending the Vietnam War. And so it like started with the student strike in 1970 at uh, University of Washington, I believe. Where there was walkouts and it just spread across the entire country very interesting oh actually you know what started it was that the cops killed like three people or four people during a protest at a college that were protesting the vietnam war and then okay. like all the strikes kind of happened it's weird to think about yeah the student strike of 1970 it says the strike began May 1st, but increased significantly after the shooting of students at Kent State University by National Guardsmen on May 4th. While many violent incidents occurred during the protests, they were, for the most part, peaceful. So <laughs> he's like telling them, you know, don't believe everything your parents say. And Sam's like, Psh, I already knew that. <laughs> 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 she thinks she's so cool. <laughs> 
I love her character. She's so fun. On the news, they said the U.S. was really starting to gain ground over there. Forget about that, okay? Forget what you heard about it, what you saw. Even the people who were over there lied about what they'd seen. We're done. Doesn't seem like you can believe in much anymore. You can believe in yourself. If you're lucky. So are you going to be sticking around here for a while? Mm. No. I try not to stick around anywhere, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. sure. Definitely. Is that an earring you're wearing? Yeah. You're a hippie, aren't you? You're a trip. Well, Mom says all hippies are sex fiends. Jeez. I'm gonna tell you something that I wish somebody told me when I was your age. And what's that? Your parents aren't always right. No shit. It's getting late. I think we should get going. Bye. <laughs> She's like, we are not supposed to be here with this guy. <laughs> <laughs> then they go home and um, Sam's there Sam's like having dinner with her mom and sister at the table and their the grandma shows up to like try to shame her into getting back together with the husband <laughs> which is wild right yeah like that whole you have to be married off mentality that's just wild then the girls decide to go over to grandma's house to find out the tea you know they want to know what happened to dear Johnny. Girls take some treehouse money and they go to visit Willa Dean to see if she can help figure out the mystery of dear Johnny. She reads the tarot cards and <laughs> says that Johnny may have been murdered. Sorry, I'm laughing, but like, do you ever watch tarot card readings on YouTube of celebrity breakups and stuff? No, I watch a lot on TikTok though. <laughs> 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 whenever i watch the scene i'm like oh, dear johnny definitely died <laughs> and i For knew sure. that <laughs> same effect goldfish so <laughs> yeah i love this scene because it's like so cheesy they only show one tarot card and it's like the death card like okay <laughs> she's no she like doesn't give them an actual reading or anything and she's like also, it's kind of a seance because she's like, he wants to speak with you. So like, <laughs> <laughs> when she puts her head down and channels, like, like why read the cards then? Why don't you just talk to him? <laughs> you know, directly. Yeah. But the table they have for the reading is, is super sick. I love it. <laughs> oh, I'm going to have to check out the table again. Oh, wow. Yeah, that is sick. Like Ouija-S. <laughs> yeah. And then they go to a baseball game where Roberta ends up getting into a fight. Well, Chrissy ends up getting into a fight, really. They all get into a fight over some boy and like insulting Roberta about her mom. And so like there's this huge fight and they're all happy. And Sam rides home like feeling pretty awesome, you can tell. And she comes in the house to find some, like, guy sitting at her dinner table with her mother and sister. Um, and she has to have dinner with them, which is just, like, wildly inappropriate and awkward, right? 
Totally. I hated this scene. Like I, ugh, like I can't even imagine. Like that's like child abuse. Like what? You can't I remember just... as a kid. I did not like him specifically. I was just like, ugh, new guy, get out of here. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, like, he's he seems fine. Kip. He's actually super name? sweet. Yeah. Or no, his name's Bud. Bud, right? But yeah. it's just too soon. <laughs> yeah, it is. Like he's a really nice guy. Like now that I'm older, I can see that. <laughs> But like, yeah, it's way too soon. Way too soon. So then we get Sam and Teeny. They're sitting on a roof. They're watching, I think it's a love story. I can't remember. Um, on a projector from her roof, which I thought was a really fucking cool idea. This for... scene alone, is yeah. this shot on a set? I don't know, right? Yeah, I was trying to figure that out to too. It's, it's so such a cool talk. concept though, right? I would love that. Because that's such a real thing like that you always have a friend or you've lived in an apartment or you were at a spot where like you could hear the amphitheater from where you were during the summer yeah. or like you could see the fireworks <laughs> display or whatever. And this is their version of that. You know, they can see the drive-in theater um, like screen from Teeny's roof. Do you want to go check out the treehouse? Sure. They're going to go try out the treehouse. Roberta is playing basketball and then Devin Sawa comes over and they have this like really weird, awkward exchange and they kiss. And she's like, if you tell anybody, I'll kill you. And also she punches him. I don't know. It's just really <laughs> weird. It's really weird. His name's Scott in this. Because, you know, I was wondering. Because I think you're a really nice girl. <sighs> I always thought you hated me. <laughs> he said so did I <laughs> smooth line bro smooth <laughs> wow <laughs> write that one down guys <laughs> holy shit wow okay so then we get a peek of them in the treehouse and they're talking about families and I love this little conversation they have so about like perfect families I'm gonna play it who would you kill for food I dispute the question. The odds of that happening are slim and nil. You still have to answer. Then Chrissy, I guess. Why? Because she'd feed more people. You know what? Like, watching this again with the fat jokes, it reminds me yeah. that in Pretty Little Liars, she actually has one girl that's like four pounds heavier than all the other girls, and they make fat jokes about her throughout the entire series as well. wonder if that's like a thing. A Marlene huh. thing. They're getting a divorce. But I thought your parents got along. I lied. Why? I don't know. I just wanted to have a normal family, you know? Like the Brady Bunch. Well, six kids sharing one bathroom does not sound like fun to me. Besides, Mike and Carol are widowed. Well, then the Partridge family. Shirley Jones is widow. Buffy and Jody, they're orphans. Um, Courtship of Eddie's father, widower. My three sons, widower. Bonanza, widower. Beverly Hillbillies, widower. widower. See, Sam, there are no perfect families. It's normal for things to be shitty. Well, they'd be normal. Tiny little Thor Birch just like dropping knowledge. Totally. Beyond her years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it is in line with her character. She's like TV obsessed, you know? True. But I think that it's true that it does like 
play into our psyche and like what we expect to have as adults if that makes sense yeah totally everything like you see and view like usually will translate later on in life to what you're expecting from life I think yeah and then um she like breaks her necklace in half and magically the beads don't go all over so she ties it around her best friend's bracelet or like a wrist and then they leave but it's pouring down rain and Sam's bracelet falls off and it goes into the gutter and she goes in there to get it and Teeny's like getting really nervous she's like come on get the fuck out of the gutter like let's go (laughs) did you ever go into gutters like this when you were a kid they didn't have them this huge like and this thing I seem like wide open, like for like a set piece, I believe. No, they do look like that in Florida. I will Are say, you serious? yeah, because well, we get a lot of water. I mean, it rains that a makes lot, sense. yeah, and you don't want those streets to flood. So, like, I don't know, like, and I have seen kids go in there like that too, dude. That's terrifying. It's so gross. It's gross, is what it is. Yeah. Like, what <laughs> ew, why would you ever do that? Like, I've seen kids go in there after toys, all kinds of dumb shit. It's like, oh, disgusting. That's like shit water. Like, what are you doing right now? <laughs> no. Have you ever looked down there? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Oh for sure. God. Yeah, it's gross. So, that, and that's where the Ninja Turtles live, too. <laughs> <laughs> she has to get rescued by Crazy Pete, the old man who they saw at cemetery. He's not a ghost. He's a real person called Crazy Pete. (laughs) Insensitive to mental health. Yeah, (laughs) definitely. Definitely. No, No, actually, I love his character. Yeah. It's so real. It's like the realest thing about this movie. Oh, oh my God. I'm going to cry. I could totally see him in the real world. (laughs) I almost drank a bottle of wine while we recorded this, but I didn't because I was like, no, I will cry if I do. (laughs) Like straight up. <laughs> this movie is moving. <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh my god. Okay, let's see here. He saves her life. And then the girls show up at Sam's grandmother's house to ask some more details about Dear Johnny. And grandma says that, like, basically, she's like, you don't want to know. Okay. And she's really short about it. She has to leave anyways to get to her bingo game. So the girls just like sneak into her attic and start going through all of her shit. <laughs> Dude, can we just say the grandma is like the best? I, I've never, I don't know about her in other films, but in this, I do remember her a lot. Just even from like the, the trailer in the film. Like her oh just my like gosh, knocking, really? Yeah, knocking at the door, her just being like the way she looks at the people. It's all just like super funny. Like she did good. Okay, well, her you would love her. Her name's Gloris Leachman, and she's done a ton of stuff. Um, she was in The Facts of Life. She was in Beverly Hillbillies. She was in, oh, Double Double Toil and Trouble. But that's not... That's not like her most notable. That's, that's like my most notable. Things. She's She's been in a ton of stuff. Mary Tyler Moore Show. She's a treat. And she's awesome in this movie. Yeah, we can play a little bit more of her. And I think she's such a perfect representation of like, well, you're in California. I don't know where you grew up, mm-hmm. though. But oh, she's... Here. Okay, she's very much... This is exactly what happens when you go to your grandma's in the South. Like, they're like everything's plastic on the furniture 
and they serve you cookies and tea. And then it's like, okay, get the fuck out. Now I got to go to my bingo <laughs> with my ladies. And like they're three sheets to the wind and like all dressed up and with their hair done every week. When she's eating, she actually drops something on like on her uh, dress, <laughs> but she plays it off very well. Yeah. And I, was just, I was discussing with someone that like, like that's probably why they don't eat on set a lot like yeah definitely why they're having like the fake coffee and mm -hmm. everything like that for sure <clears throat> ladies what's his problem maybe he's a pod person <laughs> he's not such a creep that was the day that Roberta quit taping her boobs. What? That's not a thing girls do that they just stop doing because they like a boy. That doesn't make... I don't know. That's weird. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't know you're bringing the whole neighborhood. <laughs> Come on in. Come on in. I got a whole picture of fresh lemonade for you. Sit down, girls. Samantha, how are you holding up? I'm fine, Grandma. I'm glad to hear it. I've been worried to death about you. I'm really okay. She's just fine, Mrs. Albertson. We're taking good care of her. Well, I'm glad to hear it. I don't, uh, I don't want to all right, all right. But yeah, she doesn't want to dredge up old memories. They're in the attic snooping and they find what? Another article about Roberta's mother? Jesus. Those are my parents. They make a great couple. And she literally just has, she has a meltdown. And it's really good acting. They have no clues as to us. But they do find an article about Dear Johnny's death. They were murdered. Beverly Ann Sims and her 12-year-old son, Jonathan, were found brutally murdered late Friday night. Their bodies were discovered by Peter Sims. After leaving the sidecar pub around midnight, he entered his house to find his wife and son had been shot to death. The sheriff's department believes a burglar was caught off guard and killed the two witnesses when they apparently woke from their sleep. They have no clues as to a suspect. The sheriff has every reason to believe the robber was probably just passing through and has left the area. Do you think it was the sheriff or do you think it was uh, Crazy Pete? I, I really doubt it was Crazy Pete. Yeah, but, I don't think so. Yeah, because he seems way too nice. But no. He's That's not even capable of that. No, exactly. No. It's on his wheelhouse. <laughs> but I also don't really believe, like, buy into the passer through town theory either. Yeah. I do feel like there's something seedier going on. Um, I just can't really place what it is. So, I don't know. Put, yeah. Please send your fan theories, your fake lore for this 30-year-old movie. <laughs> but yeah, I just, I don't like that. I didn't like that one thing bothered me about how she wrote that, how it said that like a passerby comes through town and killed them. Like what? Like a burglar. Yeah, that's too, um, that's way too random. But you know what? That possibly but yeah. i know like shit does happen <laughs> right yeah 
Damn, that's so sad. All right. Well, yeah, like Roberta has this crazy breakdown, like win an Emmy for. A hundred percent. Yeah. She makes me, dude, I break down and cry with her every time. I know. That's why, like, I don't even want to play it because it's so, yeah. it's literally so sad. <laughs> like, so sad. We could, we could skip it. I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, they make a pact that they're always going to be there for each other, which is awesome. And then, um, they go to the graveyard and they're having a seance for dear Johnny again. Guide us in our pursuit of the spirit world. Keep our circle safe from those who promote evil and seek to harm. (laughs) Sorry. Those who promote evil. You have to do that in a seance yeah well like she makes it sound like it's like solicitors like coming to your door (laughs) 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 they don't sound like entities at all it's just some guy in a a suit i'm I'm fucking on one okay they're doing their seance and then they get disturbed by like the gravekeeper comes and scares the crap out of them and they're like we're resurrecting dear Donnie's spirit and he's like no like his grave was broken because i ran into it you know um <laughs> i got such a kick out of this guy who played uh the grave digger guy oh, oh yeah, he, yeah. Found, he found them so silly in the way he kind of like has like a slight smirk on his face and he's just like oh you kids like it's very it's kind of <laughs> it's very it's very charming to see it was very Are You Afraid of the Dark, how it's like like slowly revealing that it's this guy. He's like so creepy getting out and it's just a silhouette and then it's like literally nothing. Okay, you got me. And then they run away from the graveyard, but Sam stays behind because she sees somebody. I'm going to play that. She sees a ghost. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's my theory, that he, Crazy Pete's dead too, and only Sam could see him. You're Peter Sims. You were my family. I can't, I can't, no, mm-mm, I'm gonna die. Okay, <laughs> it's so sad. It's literally the saddest. As soon as he said they were my family, I started welling, that was weird. This is, this is like, did you ever watch or read Old Yeller when you were a kid? Mm-hmm. This is like that level of sad. Okay. And although I understood the importance of his words, it's only now, looking back, that I understand their meaning. Well, yeah, that's the problem. Like, that's why she's a shitty character, because literally there's no character growth. Like, she went through this whole thing in the, with the summer, and then this whole experience with dear Johnny and his dad and she didn't learn anything she like went off and became the person she wasn't supposed to be and now coming back she was able to change like it just doesn't I don't know I don't like that for her it's not the best arc ever (laughs) right it's kind of like that's more that's more like reality but I don't want that in my movie like come on then we get them finally like decorating their treehouse. It's all set up. It looks beautiful. I mean, it's like picture perfect. It couldn't be any better. 
Yeah, it's perfect. Like literally I want to go to this place in my dreams tonight and just hang out up there all night. Like so fucking cool. And Chrissy's decorating it with like frilly pink everything. <laughs> Sam sitting on the roof and uh, writing, you know, they're all doing their own little thing. And then we're going to cut to the future and Chrissy is going to have her baby. And so they end up like jumping in the limousine that Teeny arrived in to go. And we get our only black person in the entire movie movie <laughs> who's the limo driver so i'm gonna play that give him his cameo no, no forget the keys take the limo the limo yeah take the limo. Right, we'll take the limo go get the bags call right. morton right no here no no, no wait don't leave me alone here all right let's just get you the before you have another one of those fits oh, oh. how you doing all right get out i need your car pardon me i have a pregnant lady here i have to get her to the hospital oh it's no problem, man. Just tell me where it is and I'll get you there in a jiffy. Well, a jiffy isn't going to do it. Hey, Mobile Buster! <laughs> so two things about this are very 90s. Number one, he's reading uh, yeah. an, a badass X-Men comic. <laughs> Number and two, the use of the word jiffy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what? but my question is, why can't he drive? Like, there's no reason he can't be the driver. No, the point is that Rosie O'Donnell's so obsessed with her friend's safety that she has to be in charge. Oh, that such... makes more sense. Right. Like, they're such <laughs> best friends. And then, but then so... he's just asked out of a ride. There's no Uber back then. Like, how, <laughs> know, does he, right? how does he get home? So, yeah, Chrissy's husband <laughs> just comes home to some guy sitting in his living room. <laughs> like, what's happening in this scenario? You know? Reading an X-Men comic. <laughs> and this guy has a silver earring, too. Oh, I didn't He's like, Marcellus Wallace sent me. We go, okay, so we cut to the hospital. For some reason, Rosie O'Donnell's character, Sam, or... Roberta is now delivered. Like, yeah, and they have the whole birth scene. And then finally, like they're all sitting in the treehouse with the newborn baby. It's actually really sweet. I like how they end it and they all go around and talk. And I'll play that and then we can break it down. Unless you have anything to say about the birth. No. <laughs> horrible. Just horrible. It's like everything you don't want in a birth scene. I do dig the transition of her cussing and uh telling her not to swear. Kind of looks like Rush Limbaugh. <laughs> <laughs> R.I.P. Truth. Are you happy? Yes. I'm so happy. I feel like it just bust and shoot happiness out all over everywhere. <laughs> Roberta, truth or dare? Truth. Just how big are your boobs now? Well, just how big are your boobs? 36D. And with every penny. <laughs> D. Oh no. Sam, truth dare. Truth. Are you happy? Not really. But I just figure that it's normal for things to be shitty. <sighs> Look, I got an A plus on career day. I must have just missed that class on personal relationships. You should integrate color into your wardrobe. Men love pastels on a woman. <laughs> <laughs> It's not about pastels or men. It's about me. What are you talking about, Sam? I've had how many relationships in how many years? And I've run from every one of them, which doesn't make it easy to get to that next level. The intimacy level. Well, 
If you don't fall in love, you can't get hurt. But it sure is lonely all by yourself. It's not. Though. Yeah, it is. No. <laughs> hey, you guys remember that summer with Crazy Pete? Mm, God, we loved a mystery, didn't we? Did we have fun that summer or what? Yeah, it was the best. You know, I used to send Crazy Pete a Christmas card every year with some cash. That's so nice. Yeah, he died. Yeah, he died. It was dear Johnny's father. What, bitch? Why wouldn't she tell them? Why would she wait like 20 years to tell them that? Makes no sense. <laughs> Just like, like, oh. That is insane. I don't under like every time I watch this movie, I, every time I get to the end, I get so mad. I'm just like, why? This is so <laughs> nonsensical. Well, do you remember our last seance in the cemetery? I went back and Pete was there putting flowers on Johnny's grave. He said something that didn't mean as much then as it does now. He told me that things happen in life that you can't stop, but it wasn't a reason to shut out the world. I realize that I've been so afraid of the bad things that um, that have missed out good. You know, I didn't want to come back here. Oh, boohoo. This is like the most uninteresting character yeah. ever, ever. I and suppose like though they didn't give to me a lot of uh, depth to her character. Like she's just black goth girl and that's it i think yeah and it sucks because i like her and she's really pretty and everything in this movie and her wardrobe's great and her hair is amazing and her acting is even good but it's just the writing is really shitty yeah they didn't give her much to play with it should have been roberta's story boy and there's a part of me that would like to just stay here forever i wouldn't <laughs> <laughs> but it would be nice to come back and visit more often I agree. Let's make it a pact. All for one and one, one for all. all. And then the credits roll, and then some thing, some person comes on, and then like Roberta's not gay. <laughs> cool. And and scene and movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the ending always kind of sucks because it's like I wanted I always want more with the adult characters too. I wish it was a little bit longer. Yeah, they could have added a lot more. Yeah. Maybe like one more like wrap up for you know. <laughs> but yeah, she just bit. took she took too long to learn that lesson, I feel like. But yeah, all in all, like how did you think this movie held up? I still feel it holds up pretty well. Um, of course, you know, like some of the, some things in the film wouldn't, you know, work today, like uh, the fat shaming and the child nudity, but that's all fun. <laughs> like, but you know, it was, it was a different time. <laughs> um, still pretty good. Like I, I, I still have the same love for it that I did when I first seen it, to be honest. Okay. So here's some IMDB trivia. It says that. 
Rosie O'Donnell has stated that the character of Roberta was supposed to be a lesbian, but the film was later re-edited and she was made straight. The line, yeah. The line, Roberta lives in sin with her boyfriend was looped in at the last minute. Seven years after this film was released, O'Donnell came out as a real life lesbian. That's cool. The little girl who plays Samantha's sister, Angela, is Demi Moore's real-life daughter, Rumor Willis. She's so adorable. I thought so, too. She's so cute. The second, like, she's, like, coming in the room and there's, like, a glowing light behind her little head. It's so funny. Oh, yeah. And listen to this craziness. Okay. So the movie, the Gaslight Edition, was actually written about a town named winchester and it's gaslight edition the author of the story marlene king grew up there as did the director robert wise in vastly different years right this is weird so then winchester declined to have their name associated with the movie so the name became shelby kirsten dunce was offered the role of chrissy what but refused to she refused to gain weight for the role Hmm. wow I don't even know what to say to that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you were right. So it says that scenes in which the girls ran a carnival to raise money for their clubhouse were cut from the film. I would have liked to see see that. So, yeah, I know, right? We need the DVD, like, extra bonus deleted scenes, director's commentary, (laughs) everything. And then um, here's, this is what we'll do for recommendations. Like for mine, you just think of a recommendation of like a podcast, movie, show, book, anything. Okay. And I'm going to read off some suggested movies that came up when I was Googling now and then. So Casper Gold Diggers with Christina Ricci. Yes. Such a good movie. Um, The Ice Storm, Stand By Me, Little Giants definitely hocus pocus these are all good gold diggers that's one i'd really want to revisit I, yeah i really dig uh gold diggers <laughs> no pun intended i like gold <laughs> diggers over over casper 100 percent. like what yeah okay, i just okay. think like with this movie and that movie those are the two i'd watch back to back i don't know i had a whole Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna watch it. I haven't seen Gold Diggers in years. I mean, and I've seen Casper a billion times. I know that movie mm-hmm. like in my DNA, but Gold Diggers, you know, I haven't, I'm not gonna lie. I probably haven't seen it since I was like 10. So yeah, I haven't seen it since it's been out. <laughs> I'll, I'll spin it this weekend though and see. It looks good. It's got Anna Chomsky. My Girl 2, that's my jam. Gold Diggers. You're trying to tell me that you like Gold Diggers better than Casper. I'm telling you, that, but that's kid me, so it could be. I could be wrong. <laughs> What's your favorite Christina Rishi movie ever? Um, tough, tough, tough. This would yeah. be one of them, of course. Mm, on the spot, on the spot. Gold Diggers next. <laughs> I need to go down like a list and see because she's been read. in a lot of films. Let me see. You have to rewatch like all of them <laughs> and then yeah. tell me. Yeah. <laughs> well, those are my suggestions for the week. That's how I'm going to go. Do you have a suggestion or anything like that? Uh, for movies? Yes. I would definitely say if you haven't seen Hot Fuzz, please go watch it. it you'll thank me later. <laughs> um, 
like other movies i'm trying to think of another movie that's not from edgar right is always gonna say Shaun of the dead next but i feel like everybody's seen that Um, i haven't i haven't seen it oh really yeah well those two the writing in there is just very layered and i don't know i have a lot of love for that film like it's just one i just throw on and just always can watch tv shows wise uh have you ever heard of the in-betweeners no okay it's the english comedy it's kind of like 2010s based um yeah this does sound familiar actually yeah it's really good um it's it's kind of kind of vulgar it's very vulgar uh but still like funny it's like yes like american pie but that i would say better because i don't know i think american pie is cheesy yeah (laughs) no no shade (laughs) yeah exactly oh wow yeah i do actually remember this i forgot this existed that's a dope show all right cool hell yeah thank you (laughs) that's awesome cool do you want people to find you on social media or anything um i don't yeah i don't mind uh you could hit me up at uh thin hearts slide it's a lot of letters. <laughs> really should have thought of that. Um, thin hearts collide, all one word on TikTok, Instagram. On TikTok, it's like thin hearts collide too. But yeah, everywhere else, it's just thin hearts collide. I'll tag you in this post and everything whenever I post it. That's oh yeah, awesome. man. Thank you. <laughs> I need to get on TikTok. I am not on there. I'm afraid. Like if I do, I'll get addicted. So if you get on, I'll be sending you so much stuff. You'll be overwhelmed. <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, I like all the, I like all the videos you upload to Instagram from your TikTok. So I feel like I would it's like cool. it. It like uh, over like a month or two, it'll curate. to like exactly, you know, what you're into. Whoa. It's <laughs> That's kind of cool. creepy, but kind of cool. <laughs> I dig it. Very cool, man. Yeah. We'll be thinking about the next movie. If you want to come back on, maybe we'll do gold diggers. Oh, for sure. <laughs> That'd be cool. fun. That'd be awesome. Thank you so much for coming on. And no, thank you. I had a lot of fun. Thank you. Awesome. Cool. Yeah, hit me up and we'll we'll revisit another Christina Rishi movie next time. For sure, for sure. It was good <laughs> talking to you. Yeah, you too. Later. <laughs>